the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. That's not cliche. It's a fucking fire-ass album. Yeah. Yeah, we're back. And you were we're saying back. you were saying it's cli- uh, your favorite album is Illmatic, Illmatic. and that's cliche. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, would say that's their favorite album or the best album in hip hop. I think you know? if anybody says that's cliche, they're fucking talking shit, yo. No, there's I mean, no way. Like that's a dope ass album. Yeah, I mean that's you my favorite album. You can't hate on somebody for liking that album or yeah. shit. Yeah. What did you think about the latest Jay Z album, Four Four Four? Not the shit he did with Beyonce, the Four 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 album. Damn, dog. To be honest, I can't... Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, I was trying to see if I remember any songs off of it, but of course. No, I, I like fucked with it. I fucked with it. Honestly, you didn't hear the Beyonce, Jay-Z album. I haven't heard that either. Yeah. That album I'm just going to go ahead and skip me. that I'm one. I'm going to skip that one, too. <laughs> no, like, some that. people really like that album a lot. I didn't, I didn't fuck with it that much, but um, 444 is dope as fuck. I liked it, dude. I think 444 is one of his best albums. I I'll go that it. far. Yeah. Word? Yeah. yeah. I think it's one of his I best agree, albums. Man. It's, not, it's grown It grown grew a lot topics, on me. When I know? first heard it, I was like, eh. I appreciate first of all the old, the album is super sample heavy. It's, it's super, super boom heavy. bap. Like the yeah. beats are super boom bap, you know, and it's one producer doing the whole album too. Oh, that's there was right. no ID, right? Yeah, yeah, no ID. He did the whole album. I love that. I, I like that idea of like one producer doing the yeah. whole album and shit. Yeah. You know? I think though, like, do you think the kids, like the eighteen and up kids, like related as much as we did to that album? Because there's a lot of topics that were. About Hell marriage no. and family, no, yeah, and shit. but that's why I love it. Me too. Yeah. But that's I. I don't think that kids nowadays see that album as that's one of the why best didn't... albums. You know, but that's a trap that the older rappers can fall into is like trying to appeal to the young kids. Definitely. I like that he was just like, I'm gonna speak to my audience. Fuck. But that. he doesn't really. He he doesn't. He has the choice to. You know what I'm saying? He has the option. He has the option to make any kind of album he wants. Right. right. He he has that luxury. Right. Jay-Z doesn't have to go into a fucking marketing room and be like, all right, what kind of album do we need to make? He doesn't give a fuck. But he still has to think about his legacy, though. And no one should Yeah, of course. Way, he still has to think about his legacy. Yeah, so but to I'm, a certain I'm sure extent, as, as, as long as he keeps it pure, he's going to conserve his legacy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Like 444 was super pure because it was about his real shit. Yeah, it's about the know? real shit that's going on with him. Yep. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. I think that, that's one of the best albums that I've, like, hip-hop albums that I've heard in years. Word. That's so, the, it came out the same year as Damn and I thought 444 was the better album in okay. my opinion that brings me back Damn. to uh, what we were talking about like fashion too and like how it's it's changed or whatever and it's kind of cyclical but you guys think if you were coming up now in hip hop you'd be wearing like the skinny pants like with the you know belt below your waist when and, it comes like, to fashion the Gucci bro, shirt and all that when shit when it comes to fashion I have a fashion in hip hop I have a very clear stance you can't hate on motherfuckers for rocking skinny jeans when the first hip hop motherfuckers rocked skinny jeans. Right. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Word. Yeah. And like leather and shit and chains. And leather and chains right. and fur. Yeah. Like right. It was like a fucking like right, a it was circus, like, dog. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. And also, not. you can't hate on someone for like sticking to the fashion of their time either. No, I yeah. agree. But like, for you example, like I would never rock that, obviously, because I'm not from that time. You know what I mean? So like when I see like the Versace shirt, like halfway unbuttoned with like a bunch of gold chains and skinny jeans and shit like that like i think that looks funny to me like, i'm sorry like right. it's just not something i would rock you know yeah so i mean yeah there's some shit out yeah. there that's like goddamn dog yeah <laughs> you know but for I mean? the most part like skinny jeans and like gucci shirts i fuck with that yeah i'm not mad at skinny jeans bro yeah, yeah. Like, like i'm not mad at that i shit always at all. thought like i always thought baggy jeans were excessively stupid Right, oh, especially looking back now too. Yeah, like it makes. Oh, I'm good. At, I'm good actually. It yeah. makes no sense, dude. Like, all right. Supposedly, like this is stereotyping, but like <laughs> hip hop is supposed to be like the one genre where you're like running from the law. How you gonna run from I the knew law? You were gonna go there. Bro. How you gonna run from I the just... law when the fucking jeans are falling off your ass? Hey, bro? hey, I've done hey, it. I've to had be to fair, run I've from done the it. Law. <laughs> I've had to run from the law. That's why I know. I speak from experience. Yeah. No, it's a little you harder when you got to pull up your pants. Yeah, yeah. You it's gotta, harder to yeah. jump that fence when you got to pull up your pants, 100% for sure. when it gets caught on the fence, dog. You but I still did it, though. I still did it, too, But you know bro. what? That ups your athleticism. Yeah. That's like when you That's like when you rock the the no oxygen mask while you're lifting weights, you know? Like, yeah. once you take off the mask, you're super Gucci, you know? Sure. So, yeah. You got five extra points. You know what's so funny? I never knew jeans. what that mask was for until now. Yeah, it cuts. It restricts your oxygen intake. Okay. So, it simulates... Being in high... High climate. Exactly. Like, uh, exactly. High altitude. That's why people go train in like fucking Colorado yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've heard stupid that. ass idea though. That mask. That shit's yeah. stupid, man. Why are you going to restrict your fucking oxygen on purpose? Yeah, it just doesn't seem like a good idea to me. It doesn't. Uh, like, for example, like I've heard swimmers that they tell them to swim with sweatpants on. Right. So that way when you're in the in the swim meet or whatever. Like, you feel you light. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? hmm. I think there's something to yeah, that. And that yeah. That's why what like baseball uh, players that they they put weights on their fucking bats to swing. Like, right. Mm-hmm. So when they're swinging a regular bat, it feels super light. And in Muay Thai, like, you, you'll spar with, like, weights on your ankles and shit like that. Word. Yeah. And also, like, you think about these UFC fighters and shit. Those guys train with 16-ounce gloves. They get in the cage with 4-ounce gloves. Yeah. They train with boxing gloves for the most part, you know? And they get in the cage with some little-ass gloves. That shit, your hands must feel like they're fucking guns, bro, at that point, you know? What do you think are the best actors turned rappers? That's a good question. I, I wish I thought of that question. <laughs> actors turned rappers. I don't think there's any of that. I've gone from acting Shia to Shia LaBeouf. Will Smith. I mean, Will Ferrell. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Did you hear his, uh, oh, his right. freestyle? Oh, my God. Right. It was horrible. Right, right. <laughs> and people were like loving it, dude. That kid's swag is so just like, I, I would hate that kid if I hung out with him, honestly. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone's successfully done it. Actor turned rapper? Yeah. It's like, why do you want to be a rapper once you're already a six? Oh, you know who? Drake. Boom. Oh. Ether. Oh. Ether. Oh. Champ. That, I'm pressing the space bar. This shit's that's over. <laughs> Drake, bro. That's, yeah, true. that's true. Boom. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Maybe that's why so many people hate on him. The grassy? The grassy? Yeah, on the grassy. The grassy yeah. high. I never I saw never that saw shit. That. Yeah, I never saw that shit. Oh, what is that? I don't even know what that is. It's like some Saved by the Bell for Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Canada's version. Somebody was telling me recently about the grassy. They were like, oh, man, there's so many, like, it deals with so many things. I was like, yo, that's what Beverly Hills 90210 was to me, dog. Like, all these crazy rich white kids just 
Going, <laughs> ruining their lives, yo. Yo, do you remember the episode on Saved by the Bell when somebody finds a joint in the in the bathroom or some shit like oh, that? Yeah. Do you remember that oh, shit? Oh god. <laughs> They're all like, They're smoking drugs in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit was fucking hilarious, man. Oh man. Have you guys seen on the on YouTube that Zach Morris is trash? I love that shit. Yes. That shit? yes. That's my yes. favorite <laughs> shit. Hey, I never realized how much of a piece of shit Yo, Zach dude, Morris was. Dude, what a dick. scumbag. <laughs> you know what? Douchebag of the week? Zach, Zach Morris, Zach Morris <laughs> man. You got douchebag of the yeah, week, buddy. Sure. You're getting <laughs> douchebag of the week for a show you did yeah, 20 that, years that's a That's a segment that we do on this show, yeah. douchebag of the week. So yeah. I think we just douche named ours. Douchebag of the week. Zach Morris, congratulations. You gotta have a little theme song. You gotta <laughs> yeah, have a little we, theme song. We keep saying that every episode. <laughs> We're slacking. The, uh, it's funny, man. Like, the, uh, the quality of <laughs> what was acceptable back then on TV, too, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, the cheesiness of the shows back then. I don't know. I don't really watch, like, I don't know shows what kids nowadays. are watching these days, you yeah. know? But, man, Saved by the Bell is, like, damn near impossible to watch, bro. No, yeah, I mean... I used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but have you tried watching it recently? Or? Mm-hmm. No, man, it's terrible. Yeah, you yeah, know, shit has changed now. You know, you're used to better quality, whether you like, like yeah. realize it or not. You know, yeah. you're actually you've become conditioned to expect like a certain level of quality with now. everything. Yeah. yeah, with everything. Yeah, even sure. with like the you know the clarity of the TVs themselves, like. You we are spoiled. I think Super. America is a spoiled nation, bro. As far as yeah. entertainment? As far as everything. As far I, as I, life. But I, I, I'm with it, though, bro. Spoil me away. <laughs> right. Spoil me away. Give me all the technology, dog. I love that shit. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm not a socialist, Source. <laughs> source thought this was a setup, too. When I, when I invited him on the show, <laughs> he thought this was a setup because we'd be arguing on Facebook. Yeah. On the, <laughs> Shit's great, though. I, look, I'm a believer that no matter what your political beliefs, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think it should affect your personal relationships. And that's not even to say that our political beliefs are, are that different. I'm 99% sure that we voted the same exact way in 2016. Believe Word. me. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. Um, There's some people that take it too far, though. Yeah. As, as, as... As adamant as we are about our beliefs, there's people that just take it to a whole new level. Yeah. And those are the people that I, I can't see myself fucking with online or in real life. So It has turned me... I have no problem with cutting ties, dog. Yeah. Real. Like, I have no problem. People right. Have... I feel what you're saying, but, like, I feel that way for both sides, though. Like, I don't just leave it to one side. Like, I f- people have gone radical on both sides, in yeah, my yeah, opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for and, sure. and that's why, like, 100%. most... 100%. Most 100%. of my focus of like the shit that I'd be posting on Facebook, and I've kind of become a it's troll. I've kind of become a troll yeah, yeah. Bit, to us because I know certain shit's gonna piss people off. He you know? said with a smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's like I mean, I even commented on one once. I think if people want to be that easily offended, then hey, I'll give you yeah, what you want. That to me is yeah. not trolling, though. You know what I mean? Like that to me is stating an opinion. Hmm. And if your delicate constitution can't handle it, you know, so what? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. people have forgotten how to have a discussion man like they just want to argue and yell their point of view and say that they're right and that's it and you have to believe me because I say so you know what right. I mean like no like honestly man I, I get my I get my political perspective just from like real life situations that I've experienced you know what I mean I've experienced the immigrant struggle so I relate to that Right. You know, so I most associate with a 
you know, a political party that that caters more to that aspect of life. Or at least markets it that way. Or at least markets it that way. Right, sure. Right. But that's where... But then, you know, the, the, we, we, we live in a country where we have accountability. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people forget about Do that we, shit. Though? Like, we have accountability, but people that... Powers that be don't have any accountability. Dog, right? I mean, look at, look at uh, all the Republicans that... I don't even want to get into politics, but look at all the Re- Republicans that voted for not approving, like, the the healthcare system that we had in 2000... Uh, what was the last voting year? 16? Mm-hmm. Obamacare? Yeah. That repealed Obamacare. Uh-huh. All those, like like 80% of those Republicans are gone from office now. You have accountability. You just don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Those people don't have a fucking job anymore. But I'm not a believer that if you're against Obamacare, you're against the general well-being of the people. Like, that's... Right. I try to keep morals... Out of my politics. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but like, you have to have a solution, too. You can't just be like, this is whack. I agree. With I no agree. solution attached. But the And the perspective that I'm coming from is like... So, a lot of people like to demonize Trump supporters. And that's kind of where I break away from like my, my liberal friends. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, I don't... I give... I'll give someone the benefit of, of the doubt that they had their own reasons to vote the way they voted. Even For whether sure. or not I disagree, because like, look, I have a friend though. that's a doctor, right? Yeah, he voted for Trump. I grew up with this guy. I know this guy's not a fucking racist. You know what I'm saying? Or right. a, or a, a misogynist, or or none of that. Yeah, but he's a doctor. Okay, so he wants Obamacare that. did not work out for him. Those are his main interests are. Having that shit turn around for him. So, like, I'm not going to begrudge him. But at the end of the day, come on. Like, there's a bigger picture. And your friend, who's a doctor, Mm -hmm. basically is a selfish person. So, this is where my views and your views differ. I I, Because you're bringing morals into it. You're already making the judgment that he's a selfish person. Because he's really just voting for himself. He's not voting for the greater good of his countrymen. So Obamacare obviously gives health care to a lot of people. It didn't work out for him, so he's voting selfishly. He's like, I want this to change for me. But maybe me. he's voting for the greater good of the people that are in his industry and his profession. And his family. And it I, doesn't necessarily like, it doesn't necessarily mean selfish. So I don't think it's selfish. Like I think what Dre is saying and I kind of agree is everyone vote for themselves for what is in your own interest and let the numbers dictate what is in the best interest you know what i'm saying if more people feel this way that's the way it that's works. the that's the best right thing, you know what yeah. i mean like right and i'm glad we live in a society yeah. like that yeah although Me too. although another part of where my politics and maybe your politics differ is mm. uh i feel like as a democratic socialist that we should be able to say what our vote or what our money that we pay for mm-hmm. taxes go into, you know, because the, right now the government decides what the fuck it does with it. Mm-hmm. Right? We have no say. We right. just know we have to pay it. Right. Right. I feel that we should be able to decide what we're paying for. You know what I mean? Right. Or at least have like a split uh, uh, stake in the decision, like the 100%. NBA All Star Game, at least. like the exactly. fan voting in the All Star Game. Exactly. At least. Like, yeah. yeah. You don't leave it completely weight. up to the fans. Yeah. But you know, it you, should be some kind of you know, some kind of. Give and take. They should do that and just that's, for a show, just to appease the people. You know what I mean? Like that's an easy move that they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you guys will have, you know, this much weight in the decision," and then just do what they want anyways. Like, 
Yeah. It's dumb of them. We kind of do though. Like we vote. We we are supposed to vote for people who represent those well that's values what, and go into Congress and pass those laws. That's how how that's how it's supposed to work. That's what I was gonna say next. That's where the problem with the system is right there. Is because those people are obviously uh, they they get to them. You know, whatever lobbyist or special interest group or whatever gets to them sways them with whatever i'm not necessarily saying it's even corruption it may just be constant bombardment of information you know to Mm -hmm. the point where they like okay you're right my god we got to do something about this issue or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you know and um you know that's it like they're they're you know they're voting in that direction you know so these people can be reached they can be swayed they can be convinced you know and it's, cra- it's and crazy it how this might, country has lobbyists, might not be, like the system of lobbying. Yeah, it might not be in the interest of the dumb. people, you know. Yeah, yeah it, it just money being involved in the politics. situation. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, that's I feel it. the same way about media, though. It's like as soon as you involve money, you can already take away the integrity of the media. It's, it's about selling advertisement. Yeah. It's not, right. It, you know, so. But we all know this, though. Like, we know we're being listened to, right? We know the media is bullshit. We know. When you say we all know this, like, we all may know it on a surface level, mm-hmm. but I don't think people really grasp the implications underneath you know what i mean right so like yeah we all know this but do we really know why it's a problem you know it's funny like right. you guys were mentioning this on another show about how you put tape over your laptop and shit. i do too mm-hmm. yeah but we still have our fucking phones right here looking at it and right. listening to everything we're fucking saying <laughs> right yeah, it doesn't even fucking matter yeah Dude, I bet there's cameras and fire sprinkler alarms and shit. Oh, that's too much. That's too much. No, I can't they, fuck with conspiracy they? theories like crazy no? shit, dog. No. That, that's why they demand I, I feel one in every who, house. I feel people who create conspiracy theories or buy into like crazy conspiracy theories are a big problem in society. They just basically try to steer everybody away from like what reality is. Okay. See, I, but what about Edward Snowden? I'm somewhere in what the middle. Him? I'm somewhere in the middle. What about him? His this is not a conspiracy theory? Edward Snowden and all the stuff that he had that that he released, like the reason that we know that these phones are spying on us is because of Edward Snowden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, where's the conspiracy? Was that theory? not a conspiracy? There was a conspiracy though, happening. It's not. It's no longer a theory, but well, there was a yeah, conspiracy yeah, no, no, no. happening. I, no, I'm not saying that, that we didn't know I'm not about. That I don't believe in all conspiracy theories because obviously that's a very believable conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Our phones could listen to us hundred percent. We know that it's logical. But I'm talking about It's not like, logical till he said it though that when the phone was off, your phone is off. Yeah. They're still watching you. That wasn't logical until he said it cuz when when he came out with that shit, I mean, it I was I saw enemy of the state. I don't know that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Will Smith. Will Smith. Where Snowden said anything. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith might be the like name of this episode or yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> Shout out to Gene Hackman. Fresh too. Princes that's of call, Kendall. That's a callback. Boom. I'll add me. So, Podcast did you read Behold a Pale Horse when you were a kid? Yeah. I have it. I never read it. I actually it. I lent Omniscient a copy and he lost it. So, see, shout out to Omniscient. See, I'm um, anti- giving back his copy, man. <laughs> I'm anti-conspiracy theory, too. Like, I, don't, I got another one. But I do believe some have happened. You know, I do believe conspiracy. Sure, yeah, 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 of course, man. And what do you think of, of like, Behold a pale horse. Since you've read it, it's like, do you believe that it's all factual? It's hard for me to believe that it's all factual. I don't believe that it's all factual, but but this is the reason I'm asking is this is my argument for pro conspiracy theories, right? Mm-hmm. Like I read Behold a Pale Horse when I was like 15 yeah. or some shit, and while everything in the book 
wasn't factual, it like woke me up to start looking into other shit. Yeah. So it like it's served... the fact that conspiracy theories can exist. Exactly. Yeah. So whether or not the what he's saying in the book is real, yeah. it kind of served the purpose in a way. Yeah. And it like opened up a curiosity for me to go and like research yeah. other shit. You I know? love it and I, I don't regret that at all. So that's what I'm saying. So so when you say you're anti conspiracy theory, yeah. like in a way I could see where there's a place for them where it's actually useful like maybe there's like certain things 100%. that are like yeah, useful way, lies like the, a useful lie you know what i mean What's the way the way you're explaining it it's not useful in the fact that they happen it's just useful in the fact that they exist mm-hmm. you know what i mean like to wake mm-hmm. people up to the fact that this stuff could potentially happen if you're not like paying attention mm-hmm. or if you're not you know involved um right Right. What's the boldest claim in that book, like that you're saying? Damn. I don't that JFK's all. driver is the one that shot him. That's oh, one of the word. things. Damn. That he says. That's crazy. Yeah, that it was the driver, and he claims to have a tape that shows. And I've seen the tape. Like I can kind of see what he's talking about, but nah, bro, I don't <laughs> believe it. You know. Um, but he got some shit right. William Cooper got some shit right, man. Yeah. So he had a radio show too. It was like on shortwave radio after he did the book. He had a radio show for like 10 years. And if you could look up look up like some episodes or whatever, there's one where he literally says they're planning a terrorist attack and they're going to blame it on Osama bin Laden. Word. He says it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he died 2 months after 9/11 in a yeah. firefight with the cops. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So so sometimes it's not about the the validity of the conspiracy itself but maybe like you know his his energy was like waking people up right. in a sense, i agree you know? no look i i i when i say i don't fuck with conspiracy theories i just mean in a sense that it breeds more conspiracy theories mm. and they've gotten crazy bro Super on the internet crazy, yeah. that's really what i mean i mean you got obviously there's some conspiracy theories that are just legit they they could happen and they are happening, you know. What's your favorite like crazy conspiracy theory that you <laughs> that you've seen on the internet? That I've seen on the internet? Yeah. I mean, obviously the craziest to me is flat earthers. Oh, I was about to say flat that. earth is crazy. Yeah, flat earth that is shit crazy. to me is insane, dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thinking, yeah like just jump them. on a plane and fly straight. Yeah. And then see what happens. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're not gonna fly into space, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one's stupid. Yeah. There was one. This was like my favorite. I named the song after it so and everything. Funny, there bro. was one that was saying that Obama is a reincarnation of the Egyptian pharaoh Akhenaten. What? That the Obama was... even heard that one. Bro, they have a whole timeline of how it happened and shit. They got like pictures of uh, drawings of Akhenaten that look just like Obama and shit. Like, That's crazy. It's wild, bro. Mine is the moon landing. Like that. It's fake or whatever. You know? like, I love that one, though. There's some crazy ones out there. The fact that yeah. Stanley Kubrick is involved in that one. I know. Shout, out, <laughs> shout out to Stanley That's Kubrick. Yeah. Greatest. <laughs> the GOAT. We got to talk about movies, dog. Talk about it. I feel like yeah. I feel like if people are listening to this podcast, they're gonna be listening to us nerd out on hip hop, and they're gonna be like, "Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck this bullshit! I don't care about this <laughs> shit." I'll put a time marker on it. Like, if you want to skip the hip hop shit, just skip fast it. forward to fifty three yeah, minutes. That's a great idea. <laughs> Yo, spark that shit, guy. All right. So what? What? Talk to me, man. What you want to talk about? Some superhero movies and shit? Because I know that's what like everybody's fucking with nowadays. I mean, I can't wait for for Endgame. Oh, I yeah, can't wait for that here. shit. 
The trailer looks sick, man. So you're a Marvel guy? I wouldn't say I don't. I wouldn't give myself a side. Okay, good, good. Yeah, like when I when I when I got into comics, I was like middle school and shit. And honestly, I, I I probably never got into comics as much as you did, or like even Tropic. You know, I wasn't into comics. I was into Batman. Like okay. literally, all my comics are Batman. Gotcha. Like I'm, uh, you know, I my introduction really... to comics was Deadpool and like X Force. No shit. Yeah. Hmm. So like Domino used to be one of my favorite comic book characters. No shit. I didn't even know she was gonna be in the last Deadpool movie. I was watching it in the theater and she comes up. I'm like, holy shit, dog. Nice. Domino was and who? Juggernaut. Gina Carano. Uh, no, yeah, no. I don't know what her name is. No, no, uh, it was another actress. I don't remember her name, but shout out to Gina Carano. Yeah, that, she's <laughs> a bad guy in that in the first one. Yeah, she's a bad guy in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Which one was it? It's the the chick in the first one with the short haircut. She was the bad one. Oh, Gina Carano, the fighter, the MMA fighter. So, okay, let's steer this conversation somewhere. So, so what do you think now with Marvel acquiring Disney, or uh, I'm sorry, Disney Disney acquiring acquiring Fox, acquiring Fox, right? So, like now, Fox has Fantastic Four and all the X Men and Deadpool and all those characters and shit. So, how much? How long do you think they'll wait? But Disney owns. Oh, Disney doesn't own Marvel. Yeah, Disney does own Marvel. Do they? But the thing is that those characters, so like the Fantastic Four and X-Men, all those characters were licensed away to Fox. Right. So Fox has the rights, the film rights, to all those characters. Mm -hmm. So that's why when uh, Marvel started their universe, they did it with like the B characters. Right. If you think about it, Iron Man wasn't the shit when we were growing up. Yeah, like who was true. into Iron Man? That's true. And now Iron Man is like the biggest one. So they were that's like using crazy, their B list characters because they didn't. Crazy. They didn't have access. Yeah. yeah, bro. There was a point where Marvel to almost me, went Iron bankrupt. Man is the shit now. And yeah. Right. They went. Was... They they almost went bankrupt. That's right. true. So they had to license out their A list characters. You know, exactly. So that's why they didn't have access to Spider Man. They didn't have access to mm-hmm. Fantastic Four, and they didn't have access to X Men. And X Men alone is like huge. There's yeah. so many characters with X Men. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Now that they're joining with Fox, they they like straight bought them out. Yeah. Now they're gonna start reintroducing those characters back into the fold. I think they already have, haven't they? The uh, last Deadpool movie had Juggernaut in it. Yeah, he's X Men. They're all X Men. Deadpool's X Men too. Yeah, that Deadpool was Fox with Marvel. Now Marvel is gonna be completely doing the entire exactly. Movie. Like, yeah, Deadpool is a Fox production. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Right. All the X Men movies, those are Fox productions. The Fantastic Four movies yeah. are Fox productions. The Spider Man movies are Sony. So Avengers is uh Avengers is straight Marvel. Like straight Marvel, Marvel started a movie studio and that's like all the Avengers shit Which that's one's tied Sony? up. Spider Man. Sony Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But see Sony is the one that they brought into the fold because they made a deal with Marvel to be able to use Spider Man in the for the Avengers movies. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Now, what they've done is genius. It's insane. I'm not the biggest, like, Marvel... Like, I like the movies. I like them, but I never get the urge to, like, re-watch them. It's just I've seen it once, and yeah, it's cool. Yeah. There's been a couple, like... um, It's very formulaic, you know? Right. Yeah. Winter Soldier, I thought, was the dopest one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, the dopest, uh, besides Infinity War, because honestly, I've seen that movie, like, 20 times. (laughs) Uh, I've seen it it once. I really liked it. Yeah. 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 It was dope. I mean, every time you watch it, you see something new, you know? Okay. And then fucking Endgame's going to be like three hours long. Yeah. I was like, yo, make that shit eight hours. I'll fucking sit. In. I'll take a fucking <laughs> tire bag to my bladder, dog. Like, yeah. I'll fucking... No, uh, it looks dope, But man. to me, the dopest Marvel movie was fucking the first Iron Man. 
that yeah. movie's sick too. That movie yeah, the John Favreau joint. Yeah. Like, well, he did all three, but they just didn't hit as hard as that first one. Yeah. That shit was sick. The dude. trailer for Endgame looks dope as fuck. It's like yeah. dark as fuck, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. It it's getting awesome. dark, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. dark. I don't know what, what the rating on that's going to be. I don't know. It'd be dope if they did R, but that's nah, probably not going to happen. It'll be PG-13. Yeah, yeah. but they... They got to sell toys, man. Yeah. Yep. yep. But they do, they do a great job, man. You know what I mean? Like, the jokes are funny, you know? What they've done is unprecedented. The fact that you're Stupid that hooked, dog. you're asking for an eight-hour movie. Yeah. And I feel you on that. You know yeah. why? Because they've been building this shit up for how like fucking long fucking already cinematic soap opera dog. exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, it's course, unprecedented. I'm so happy that it happened in my lifetime you know yeah, right definitely. like at a point where I could see this shit happening it's everything that's happening right now with the way comics are being used like look there's a part of me that's like a hater of it as like yeah. a film snob right? Right, right like some of those movies are a little whack they're a little cheesy yeah, and shit 100% but the fact that we're seeing all these fucking comic books come to life Mm-hmm. All the shit that we were looking at when we were kids and shit, it's and now it's on the big screen. Yeah, man. And on TV, too. It's all over TV, too. I yeah. mean, I'd rather go to the movies and watch Endgame than go and watch fucking, you know, some cheesy like chicks per- go to the Period piece or something. Yeah. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like some British. <laughs> something British. <laughs> something British. Yeah. You don't want to say British. it. I said it for you. No problem. <laughs> Who was saying they like the British office better than the American one? Somebody. Me. Was oh, Paula. Oh, Paula was she saying that. She loves that shit. Yo, I gotta get. But Paula the thing about Paula here. is, shout out to Paula. I gotta get her on here, man. You gotta get her on here. Yeah. Man. You gotta let me come when she comes to. For sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, yo, Paula loves British comedy, and I'm like, yo, you find the Brits funny, dude? And she's a comedian, which fucking boggles my mind. There's that dry wit is funny though. I think it's funny. I can't fuck with it. I just didn't like the British Office. I watched it and I just didn't. I didn't like it as much. I'm so invested in the American one. You know, no man, like I can't fuck with it. Like I I finally saw the American one after fucking everybody and their moms. You saw the whole thing. The whole thing. What What do you think? think? This is my synopsis of it. It's not really funny. It's just enthralling. Uh, yeah. It draws you into the character and it hooks you to them. Yo, I, I got emotional towards the end. Right? Yeah. I was yeah. like, damn. No, you man, know, like you get hooked on their lives. Right. But to me, it's not like, it's not stupid funny, you know? like It's, it's like awkward, if anything. There's a lot of like awkward. awkward silences. Yeah. yeah. I thought it, Which I, is, there was moments where I would laugh too. out loud for sure. Many moments. There. It's like a comedic soap opera, yeah. basically. Steve Carell, I think what he did, I think it's easy to like underlook that because he's playing like an idiot. But yeah. what he did is so genius because yep. his material is so offensive and he comes off as such a lovable guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's so fucking stupid and so offensive, but yet you fucking he's love the guy. You know, right racist. He's racist. He's mis- sexist, misogynist. Super misogynist. Yeah. He doesn't care about anyone, just himself, you know? Yeah. But you really care about the character. So that, and he did that. I hope they never make a movie, man. I hate it when they try to make a movie. Oh, they're like supposed 10 to do years that, right? later, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. I yeah. hate when they do that. That Entourage movie was like, <laughs> I know you knew you were gonna bring that shit up. Disaster, bro. Yeah. yeah. I still loved it. 
I still love really? watching it because I like Entourage. So I you're the Entourage. one guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was the one guy. <laughs> I liked Entourage, but that movie is terrible. No, I loved is, Entourage. And and I'll be the first to admit, like Entourage is kind of trash TV. It's yeah, Sex it in the City for guys. It but, is. But, dude, I love it. I love it so but much. The last season was... Uh, it was Especially because it started so long ago, dude. Like, the first season is what, like 2002 or some shit? I thought it was more like 2005, but yeah, around that era. Around, you know, that, around era. that time, I was in my early 20s with my boys watching that shit. Like, we'd be like, oh, we gotta be like these guys. It was <laughs> yeah. the ultimate guy show, for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. They're just like banging chicks all day. They're fucking doing movies. Like, the biggest <laughs> problem the guy has is, oh, am I gonna be able to get these custom sneakers today? Right, the town That's is like dry. His, yeah, that's the whole episode. Get weed and shit. That's his biggest problem. <laughs> yeah. the, the biggest problem in his life. Yeah, that's it's beautiful. Yeah. But of course, we were talking about this the other day when they showed that fucking Aquaman trailer and that shit. Psh. Oh, and uh, the yeah, show, that yeah. shit was dope. Yeah. yeah, and even the fact, even like when they showed you Medellin, even though it looked whack, you oh, know, right. but the, the fact trailer that, when they showed the trailers, yeah, the movies, like, they were just like, yeah, I like when shit goes meta like that. When they're actually yeah. sh- when you're actually watching a trailer of a fictional actor yeah, yeah. playing a role, you know what I mean? That's like, a fictional favorite, yeah. movie. Yeah, it's yeah. great. That's dope. I like when movies have layers like that. You know what's the illest movie like that? Have you seen Adaptation? Yes. Uh, the one with Johnny Cage? Yeah. The, yeah Nicholas Cage. Cage. Nicholas Cage. Johnny yeah. Cage from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the dude that used to punch you in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd, he'd do a split yeah. and punch you in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chung Lee in that movie is just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie Adaptation. Is, you've seen it? Yeah, man. You? Yeah, 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 I've seen it. It's like one of the dopest scripts ever because like the first time i seen it i didn't even realize what they did to me and so so like if you remember it's like about a screenwriter that's trying to adapt this book right i don't remember much of it i saw it once a long time ago i don't remember much so it's nicholas cage plays this screenwriter who's trying to adapt this book like you know he had a hit movie already and now he's working on his second project and he's adapting this book called the orchid thief Right, And so he's having mad trouble adapting it because he doesn't want to fall into the pitfalls of doing a commercial movie. And he names what those are. He's like a love story, these like unnecessary action scenes, like all that shit. He talks, yeah. he's talking about like he's talking to his producer and yeah. he's explaining what he doesn't want to do. So he's having trouble writing the script and then his twin brother and he plays the twin brother also uh, gets involved. And this dude's a total hack. Right. He like goes to screenwriting courses and he's ta- he's always talking about like, you know, the right the artist's way and fucking screenplay structure and all this bullshit. Exactly. And so he negotiates himself into the deal. So now he's co-writing it with his brother. So the movie that you are watching, adaptation, as soon as he gets involved, the movie becomes like an action movie. But like in uh, on the meta level, you know what I mean? Like you're right. you start and but you don't even realize it's happening at first. That's funny. Right. Yeah. So like a love scene happens and I was like, all right, that's kind of weird. This movie didn't seem like it was gonna go that way. Yeah. Then an action scene, like a chase when fools is pulling out guns and cocaine and all type of shit. Right. And so I finished watching the movie and like it took me a while to figure out what had happened, bro. Because yeah. I was like, damn, this movie started out like so smart and witty and it seemed like one of these cool like indie flicks. And then it turned into this cheesy ass action movie. Right. And it wasn't until I thought about it after the movie that I realized that like the writer bamboozled me in a way, yeah. you know. Yeah. And wasn't he in during the adaptation? Was didn't he basically start writing the movie, the actual movie you're watching, like from the very beginning, and then it catches up to itself. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right, I'm gonna name three movies, and you guys tell me what you think about them. All right, go. Uh, first one, Birdman. Love, 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 love Birdman. It. 
You haven't seen it, it so much. It. You hated it. I hated it so yeah, much. I, Why? I watched man. half of it. I, I, I don't know, dude. Off. Yo, first you, you of all, the, your the jazzy. Mouth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the my jazzy house. music behind every fucking scene is just it kills me, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I get what the writers trying to do, but or the the directors trying to do, but I couldn't fuck with it. I thought it was brilliant. All right, go. What's number two? Number two. Because I'm not even gonna start. I'm not even gonna start arguing with you about Birdman, dog. Because like, yeah, that's not. I love Inception. I saw it yesterday. Inception. Inception. Yeah. I like Inception. Yeah. But the more I watch Inception, the more I realize how much fucking exposition is in that movie, dude. Okay. Every fucking scene, they are explaining something to you right. about how the world works, about how they're going to pull off this mission, exactly what's happening. Like, they're always telling you what's happening. That's true. And that's kind of the opposite of what you're, you're supposed, supposed to do to in do. screenwriting, you yeah. know? So that bothers me a little bit about Inception, even though it's an ill-ass movie. Yeah, that that part always bothered me. It's also a complex concept, so I think they had to kind of do yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's why, a certain why. amount of, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You got to spoon-feed a little bit of it, oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, it but just, you're, you're trying to spoon-feed an audience a little bit during a super complex movie. You know what I mean? And and you're an action movie in a way, too, so yeah. you got to keep them entertained, too. Yeah. It's crazy! It's crazy the levels that there are to that movie. Yeah, I fucking love the movie. Like, it's insane to me. Yeah, it's literally an inception of a movie based on the concept of inception. You know what I mean? It's crazy. In a way, yeah, it's I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and the third movie is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Fear and Loathing. Man, it's like what? hard. That movie's hard to watch. I saw that movie in the theater, man. What year yeah. did that come out? What year did that come out? It's in the 90s. 90s. Yeah, okay, the 90s. so I saw it in the theater, too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of just put me in a fucking, on a downer, bro. I yeah. walked out, man. Like, huh? You walked out? Yeah, because I must have been like 18, 19 or something. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what the fuck is up with these guys? You know, like, Dude, that movie changed my life. I had never done life. those kind of drugs and shit. Because yeah. I literally saw it for the oh, first wait, time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about leaving Las Vegas with oh, Nicolas no, Cage. No, 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 I'm no. sorry. You're talking about Johnny, about Johnny Depp, Depp playing Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter yeah. S. Thompson. Love that movie. Are you yeah. kidding that me? Movie yeah. changed my life. I love uh, that fucking yeah. movie. And yeah. plus, because I saw it for the first time on psychedelics. Oh, that wow. movie's literally shot to be seen on psychs. Yeah, it really is. I don't know if you guys ever done it. If you get a chance in your life to watch that, to movie watch that on movie psychedelics. Trippy? Okay, yeah, it's literally shot. For people who are tripping. Okay. It, it's crazy. I mean, obviously the story is about Hunter S. Thompson going to Vegas, mm-hmm. trying to cover a fucking motocross race, and all the just fucking hijinks that they go through. Because Hunter right. S. Thompson was a madman. Uh, yo. Yeah, suitcase full it's of drugs. the shot, dude. The way it's shot, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, no. The, I don't even know who directed that, to be honest with you. The scene where I walked out is where the carpet is like melting in the bar and like everybody's face is melting or uh, some shit. I was like they're like dinosaurs and yeah they're dinosaurs yeah. yeah yeah because he at that point in the movie he's yeah. on acid yeah so every drug that he he does throughout the movie you experience that through the way it's shot you know what I mean gotcha like there's that p- point where he does adrenochrome or some shit where he takes those drops mm-hmm. and he's just like in a fucking neon room yeah. covered with the American flag yeah that's true like I, rock and roll playing that's what you experience during that drug right so that's that shit is crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie's directed according to what drug he's on yep. at the moment. Yeah, it's kind of dope. Yeah. Like yeah, I've watched that dope. movie since then, and I like it now. But that yeah. first uh, viewing was like, "What the hell is this?" And I think for me to have such a strong reaction, the director did a great job. You know what I mean? Plus, like, Johnny Depp yeah. played a phenomenal Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, you know yeah, he did. He did. I, I, that's one of his iconic roles, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and Benicio del Toro did a good job as the lawyer too. Yeah. I was thinking about leaving Las Vegas. Have you seen that? Nah. That That's the one where he jumps off the, the Elvis Presley suit, like skydives. Is it? No, that's it's like a, he's an alcoholic and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like super depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like what Requiem for a Dream. Great oh, movie, dream. but I don't. I just oh, don't yeah. enjoy watching Fucking it. Great movie, yeah. dude. Great movie though. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. You know. Yeah. I don't see the point. <laughs> No, it's yeah. super depressing. I yeah. mean, the first time I saw it, I was really like in awe and shock of like yeah. how sad that shit was. And I actually saw that movie on like a first date with a girl I ended up dating for like two years and shit. That was the first thing we saw together. Right for a dream. Jeez. It was mad depressing, dude. <laughs> but like, yeah, we actually loved the movie, so we just like talked about it and shit. That's a great movie. The fact that he's able to manipulate your emotions like that. You know? Who's the director in that? That was Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Who also did, I think, Magnolia. Darren Aronofsky was supposed to direct Batman Year One before Nolan got hired. Word. Darren Aronofsky was, and he wrote a script with Frank Miller. And the script's out there on the internet. What? So the reason. Yeah, I've read it. How is it? Depressing. At one point, they have... <laughs> so, okay, I'll tell depressing. you. No, no, not depressing. Uh, off the rails. Yeah. So they changed Alfred from, like, a rich English butler mm-hmm. to a black mechanic. Huh. So Bruce Wayne grows up, in, like, in an auto shop, basically, after his parents get killed mm-hmm. and shit. And I guess maybe he has an inheritance or some shit. At one point, he stabs a guy in the eye. Like, uh, he curses. I mean, they went, Alfred? like... Com- no, no, Batman. Batman. Batman stabs a dude in the eye. Like he don't do that shit in the yeah. comics, you know. Yeah. Right. So now be- they went completely off the rails, and Warner Bros. Was like, what the fuck is this, bro? Yeah. Are you kidding me? But does he stab <laughs> a dude in the eye and then like realize he doesn't want to kill? And like, nope. It's just like no, he just stabs. Dudes no, in that's the eye. motherfucking Batman. <laughs> I think at one point he says, "I'm motherfucking Batman" or "I'm the goddamn Batman" or I some don't know shit. If I would have fucked with that though. It's just me not neither. true to the comics. I agree. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad they went with Chris Nolan. Yeah, I mean Chris Nolan. Oh, yeah. He speaking make... of Inception, he's a fucking genius, dude. Yeah. Yeah, his Batman movies are great, except for the third one. What? Yes. Golly. You like get the third one? Get out of your own house it's a, right now. Really? It's a part three, man. <laughs> Heath like, Ledger. What are you come on, Heath Ledger as the Joker. You didn't fuck with that. That's part no, that's two. Part two, God. Oh, damn. Wait, chill, which chill. Part three? The third one is the one with Bane. Oh, with Bane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, it was decent. I think it was decent. I don't know, man. It's a good way to wrap it up, you know? Half the movie, you got Bruce Wayne locked up in some fucking cage. Right. For half the goddamn movie, dude. Yeah, that's you know? true. There's just so much bullshit in that movie. I, uh, I'm not a fan, bro. I'm not a fan of Batman fighting in the daylight. I think it looks stupid. Keep it at night. That's why Dark Knight and Batman Begins were so dope, because it was at night. And when he was when it was daytime, he was Bruce Wayne. Right, right. He looks stupid running around with the fucking Batman suit on during the daytime. It looks okay. stupid. It's like the opposite of what Batman's supposed to be. I thought it was be. refreshing. You see, like, I look at it and I'm like, okay, I see what they did. Like, you know, it culminates with him stepping into the light or whatever and fighting during the day alongside the people, Interesting. you know? Like, Interesting point of view. You know, but so, like, for me, 
the dope, it was a the dope up, thing you know? in, at the end of the day is that you could, you know, there's so many like things that you could gather from the movies, you know, like right. Chris Nolan did. Yeah. There's just so many layers to them. Yeah. You, know, you could talk about them all fucking day. And if you know about the Batman comics, like they're like a pastiche of like all the great Batman comics. He took elements from a bunch of the classics, you know, and they're yeah. like there. It was super dope, man. Big fan of those movies. Was it was it you that didn't like the fighting style in those movies? No, I liked it. Oh, okay. Especially oh, no, it was it was I think it was uh the James Bond flicks that I had we had a discussion with on Facebook. Either I don't know if it was with each other or in the same like just like about what the fighting style the fighting style in the Bond movies or in the Batman movies in the Bond movies no I I generally dig it I digress yeah you know what I did do dig about the Bond movies man and and like we'll do this final shit and then we'll start wrapping up Um, yeah what I do dig about the old Bond movies is the fact that they really did all those stunts like the I, old ones? The yeah, old ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, listen, I understand your point of view that, like, the old ones don't always hold up. I get that. Right. I can kind of, like, insert myself into that period or whatever, so it doesn't really bother me that much. Like, I always try to keep the context of, this was made in the 60s, so I can't expect what, I'm, what I would be getting now. You See, know what I mean? I can't do that, but... But the stunts hold up to this day. Okay. Motherfucker jumping off a plane and shit like that holds up to this day, bro. When yeah, the yeah. one dude skis off the cliff and then he fucking hits the parachute right. and it's the, the British flag and shit like that. That shit is classic. That shit holds up to this which day. Was the, which one's that They one, actually uh, did that. That one's uh, The Spy Who Loved Me with, with Roger yeah. Moore. But I think your favorite Bond is, is Timothy Dalton, right? Yes. My favorite Bond is Craig Daniel, but my second favorite Bond is Timothy Dalton. You know, so Daniel I'm not, Craig. Um, Daniel Craig, thank you. So you're not that far off. Uh, yeah, exactly. Is what I'm trying to say, you know. And You're I think the only other person I've ever met whose favorite Bond is Daniel Craig. Yeah, he's my favorite Bond. Yeah, really. No. I feel like there's a lot of people. Really? Yeah, uh, I feel like yeah. We should start a community. He's just. <laughs> there's not many of us Dalton fans. I'll tell you <laughs> that, true. man. He's like the one that always gets forgotten, bro. That's true. Even Lazenby gets brought up more, and he only did one. Yep. Dalton yep. did two. Yeah. So anyway, we already did Douchebag of the Week, right? Who was it? Zach Morris? Zach Morris. Morris. Fuck you, Zach Morris. Go fuck yourself, dude. How are you going to pimp out Kelly like that, Douchebag of the Week. (laughs) I hope Screech fucked him up at some point in life, bro. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, Screech is fucked up. Yeah. No, Thank real you. real screech is fucked up. Yeah. 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 Zach Morris ended up on like some shit. Word. PD yeah. Blue or some shit. Shout out to Dustin Diamond, man. We need to get him on uh, on, on human sushi. Hit us up, yeah. Dustin. <laughs> hit us up, brother. Um, yeah, man. So that's it. Any cool. shout outs and shit? Do you have any like social media handles or anything you want to plug? Yeah, my uh, photography handle is at Atlas One, A T L A S W O N. And my music Instagram is Sourcepoken, S-O-A-R-S-E-S-P-O-K-E-N. And, uh, yeah, holla at me. How often do you have to spell that? You did that shit pretty quick. They're pretty impressive. Yeah. The first one, all the time. (laughs) Not because they were both spelled weirdly. (laughs) Yeah. You do that hip-hop thing where you misspell a word on purpose. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, Atlas One, people would assume I'm saying one, like the number. You know, but it's not. It's like one. Yeah, you got some dope photos on there, man. Thanks, definitely man. definitely look up the homie source. If anybody's looking for some photos, holla at your boy. 
And yo, I appreciate you coming through, man. It was fucking, it was yeah, fun, it was, dude. It was a trek. It was like I told you, like Oregon Trail. Fucking <laughs> almost died of dysentery getting here. <laughs> Why the fuck do you live out here, dog? I mean, I like to be close to the alligators, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real Florida guy. Yeah. When, Florida. You, when you, when any uh, guests come in from out of town, you're like, yeah, just land in Miami International Airport, which is the hub for metropolitan uh, Miami. And then just head like 45 minutes south. <laughs> <laughs> ding dong ding. Right, right. If you uh, spot a swamp, you're going in the right direction. <laughs> nah, yo, but shout out to you guys for having me. It was dope. Thank I you for being here. having discussions like this. Word. Yeah, Word. bad politics only got touched on a bit. I promised you, man. It wasn't yeah, a setup. You did. You know? yeah. It wasn't a setup. Unlike bro. that battle. Man. Unlike, unlike that yeah, battle. Unlike, that's word. You guys set me up. I'm going to have to get Serum on here, man. <laughs> yeah, get Serum on here. I'd love to hear his fucking take on that battle, actually. That's what's up, man. I'm going to show it to Agony, too, because like, I feel like we should have bet some money on it or something. But, uh, yeah, you can reach me at Shoddy Music on Twitter, and that's about it, because I don't want you to hit me up on Facebook, because I don't want to be your friend. Hit him with that sushi, though. Hit him with that sushi. With the sushi? Yeah, the human sushi handle. Hit him with the sushi We have a handle? And we have a, a Facebook. Oh, so do hit us up on Facebook. Yes. Forget everything I just said. Do hit us up do on Facebook. Facebook.com slash human sushi. Yeah. I believe. We'll put the link somewhere so you can click. Yeah. Um, anything you want to shout out? Just uh, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah. Enjoy, everybody. Word. We out. Word. Peace.